If you like what you're about to hear or what you've already heard, be sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe. You can find this episode along with others on iTunes, SoundCloud, MixCloud, and Google Play. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at OffTheClockPod, at O-F-F-T-H-A, ClockPod, or you can search Triple D, that's Triple underscore D. And you can always email me at OffTheClockPodcast at Yahoo.com. Once again, that's O-F-F-T-H-A, ClockPodcast at Yahoo.com. What's up, guys? It's your boy Triple D, and you are now listening to the Off the Clock Podcast. How you doing? How's it going? So, how's hot boy, hot girl summer going? Going well? You having fun? You backing up any of that talk you were talking? Fellas, you, you doing any of that reckless, wild stuff? You out here flexing? Are you? Yeah? No? This is all good, ladies. Y'all doing any of that stuff? Um, the pictures y'all were posting with... Uh, you and uh, someone's son, y'all, y'all been getting that in? Y'all been doing that? I'm rooting for you. If you are, fellas, you too. Is it working out for you? Let me know. Anyway, I hope you guys have been having a good summer. We're kind of reaching that that uh, the the end of the line for summer. Um, we got August and then that's it. And for most people, we only have maybe the first two or three weeks of August and then summer is over for them. But I hope you guys have been having fun this summer and living life and having a good time, making memories and being safe and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to keep you guys too long today. Take your time, Pastor. No, I'm going to keep it nice and quick. I uh, just want to talk about a few things. Uh, I want to talk about a new project I have coming up, as well as getting to this Lion King review. And uh, why we need to talk about how I'm really curious as if people will ever be satisfied anymore. Is it possible to satisfy the people? But before we get into that, like I said, I wanted to talk about this new project I've been working on. Um, I'm working on a new sort of sub-series to the show, much like the Tinder Tales. Um, and it's pretty much going to be called Unfashionably Late. Basically what that is, is me reviewing content that, uh, or take, I, I should say, it's me in taking in content that um, I'm way behind the, the date on. I want to take that content in for my opinions on it. And what I want to do is I want to, and I want to talk to people who are familiar with this content and who were really passionate about this content when it first came out, uh, from movies to TV shows to, you know, even CDs. Uh, yes, I said CDs or albums, whatever. Um, just a way to kind of connect and kind of meet in the middle of me taking the stuff in now with someone who, who's been there since day one. Um, for instance, um, I think the first thing I'm going to do, one of the first things I'm going to get into is actually going to be the Harry Potter series, which I've only seen bits and pieces of, but I've never really watched intently. Um, I plan on doing the seasons of the wire, um, some other movies that are probably going to get my black card revoked, but I'm okay with that straight out of Compton. Yes. I still have not seen straight out of Compton. Um, if I can find a streaming platform that has shot us on it. And if, if there's, if any of these sound interesting to you and you want to, you want to be a part of, let me know. Or if there's something that you want to toss out and ask if I've seen or not, that you'd 
that you'd want to maybe comment on or or be a part of, let me know that too. All right. So like I said, the it's going to be called Unfashionably Late. Um, I'm going to be starting out with the Harry Potter series. And if I'm not mistaken, there are seven movies in that franchise. Um, I believe the last one being a two-parter. And um, I know some of you guys out there are really passionate about the Harry Potter series. Uh, and you, if you, there's a specific movie you'd like to talk about, let me know. And um, I'd, be, I'd love to have you on. Um, again, I said I, I'm, I'm also planning on doing The Wire by season and many other things. It's pretty much a way for me to take in some of this stuff that I'm behind on and have someone to discuss it with that can maybe fill in some of the blanks for me, as well as just kind of give my thoughts on um, how I feel about it. And um, we're going to see if it still holds up by 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 a fan standard. All right. So keep an eye out for that. And again, as always, if you have any suggestions, you can always hit me on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at off the clock pod. And you can email me at off the clock podcast at yahoo.com. Always that's O F F T H a clock podcast. All right. So let's get into what we're really here for this Lion King remake. Recently got to go check out the Lion King reboot starring Donald Glover, uh, Beyonce and a host of others. Um, now, not only was this proper, well, this is definitely the first Disney live action remake I've seen. I really wanted to check out Aladdin. I didn't get a chance to see it. Um, I haven't seen The Jungle Book yet or Beauty and the Beast, um, but I heard they were all good. But this is the first one that I've I've actually gotten a chance to really check out. This might be the first full on reboot that I've actually intentionally went to the movie to see. And um, the the short version is I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Obviously, as someone who grew up and saw the original in theaters when it came out, I it, it's not going to have the same impact as it did then because it's definitely two different mediums. Um, you know, one being 2D and super colorful and this one being ridiculously realistic. It's to the point where it's like if I went to the zoo, if I were a kid and I saw this and I went to the zoo, I'd be expecting the animals to talk. I'd be pissed if they didn't. The movie clocks in at about an hour and 57 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. Initially, it did not feel like practically two hours. And it wasn't until after the fact that I realized that the reason it didn't feel like two hours is because I knew everything that was going to happen next. So that was kind of that kind of made it a lot, made the experience a little more enjoyable because going in, I was like, this is two hours. Like, I don't remember the original being two hours. A friend of mine that I went to go see it with, I believe she said it clocks in at about an hour and 30 roughly. So this was probably one of outside of Marvel movies. This was easily the, the most enjoyable, quickest two hours I've, I've experienced in a movie theater. Um, even though, I, I obviously, as being someone who saw the original, knew what was going to come next. I I still enjoyed it. Like uh, their take on some of the characters were different, and I appreciated that. And we'll we'll get into expectations a little later. But I, I liked what they did with some of the with some of the characters. Um, some of them kind of staying true, and some of them being played a little differently. I, I love that James Earl Jones was still the Mufasa that we, you know, we know and love from then from way back when. And they didn't change him at all. I kind of liked the 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 newer uh, kids that they got. And uh, hold on, I'm going to pause this. Sorry, I had to pause it real quick and look up these kids names because I had to kick myself for not, you know, 
being doing the right thing and looking up their names and saying their names. J.D. McCrary is young Simba and Shahadi Wright Joseph is young Nala. They killed it and they they had a nice little little fresher take on it. It wasn't anything I don't feel that was like out of the norm. They weren't trying to I don't feel like they were trying to do too much, um, but I think they did a great job. Loved Eric Andre and Keegan Keegan Michael Key as the hyenas and their take on that on those those two particular characters. The whole personal space thing was was I love that that whole touch and just you know they I like the fact that they didn't go overtly cartoony like the original characters and much respect to the original character you know the original hyenas um, and what they did but I think it would have been a little. A little on the ridiculous side with the look that they were going for. So I think that was an awesome job. Florence Kasumba, I pray I pronounced her name correctly, um, as Shenzi, the kind of I think they they swapped Whoopi Goldberg's um, hyena out for for this particular character. And um, I thought it was a nice touch. Um, she I think she's going to do well if she decides to do more voiceover work. For those who don't recognize the name Florence Kasumba. She was she was she was move or be moved. If you remember Captain America Civil War, that was her. So she she got her she got another check and I feel like she did a good job. I got I got to be up front. Um, Timon and Pumbaa stole the show for me. I love Donald Glover's portrayal as older Simba, but Timon and Pumbaa, Timon and Pumbaa, um, Seth Rogen, Billy Eichner, I think I pronounced that right. They stole the show. They had the same great banter that Timon and Pumbaa of old had and they also kind of had their their own little spin on um just on just their their personal styles which I thought was a really really great touch I love John Oliver Zazu which was he was great even as even in some of his background stuff if you if you zeroed in on some of the the rambling stuff that he was doing was great and I think he was a great choice for that again um love Donald Glover as as older Simba old young young old Simba whichever one you would like to call it um, I think it, I think he did a really great job the story itself was just you know, it was still it was still a great portrayal of the original story. I didn't see anything wrong with it. Um, I think it, I think one of the things that kind of made me laugh, like before I actually recorded this episode was uh, when I saw it. And I, I saw this at the time of this recording. It is Saturday, the 27th. I saw it the weekend. It came out, I believe, on that Sunday and then just the, the week to come. And I didn't see any of this on my timeline, but people were complaining about other people complaining about spoilers and about how the fact that it's a 20 year old, 20 plus year old movie. And how do you not know what's what's going to happen? One of the things I thought was kind of interesting about that take was, you know, if you have if there are kids from of a certain age, you know, young cousins or nieces or nephews or whatever that didn't see the original I guess it could have been a spoiler. And you also have to remember that not everybody was forced to watch the original. Um, I've actually come across a few people, like one or two in the past week or so, who actually said they've never seen the original Lion King. And they're probably closer to my age than younger, which I thought was it was shocking. But at the same time, it's like, hey, you don't you don't know people's lives. But I got to admit when, when I was reading a lot of those statuses about people being mad about other people being mad at spoilers, I, I had to admit, like, it would be kind of funny, like, if maybe, like, something crazy happened. Like, what if they made a major change in it? Like, 
like Mufasa lived or something like that would actually be pretty funny. Um, I actually toyed with like putting that on Facebook, like the day I saw it, just coming home and posting up like Mufasa lives in this one just just for the reaction. Um, And I'm not a big fan of trolling. So as part of the reason why I didn't do it. But I, that would be kind of funny if they took that liberty. That would be some that would be outrage. Like, I would hate to see the Internet that day um, because people would lose their minds. And speaking of the Internet, the Internet, as always, on 100 um, people kind of voice and some of it you can tell is just I'm uploading this video of me overreacting for likes and hopefully some follows. Um, but then uh, every now and then I would see some statuses where people were really like genuinely distraught and disappointed over this remake, which I couldn't, I honestly couldn't figure out a lot of their, their arguments were it wasn't the same, which the whole purpose of a reboot is to do things differently. Um, I don't understand what people were expecting. You know, the story, you know, how the story is supposed to go. There were people complaining about Timon and Pumbaa not doing the uh, the hula song, which if you were watching the movie, the same movie that I was watching, if you have these lifelike animals running about the entire movie and then randomly throw on a grass hula skirt, a coconut bra on a meerkat, like you, you wouldn't find that a little ridiculous. Like that wouldn't look like that wouldn't look just completely left field. Like you, you wouldn't think that was strange at all. And I understand the nostalgia factor, which nostalgia's grip on us is something we, we definitely need to talk about, but that'll be another episode. I promise. Um, but like, I don't, what did, what did you expect? Like, really? They've been putting up pictures. They've been showing like screenshots of this thing for years now. And you knew it was not going to look like the original, the, the 2d cartoon version. So I, I don't understand the outrage and you don't think that it would look a little ridiculous and just plain stupid to have these live action animals during I just can't wait to be king stacked up on top of each other. Uh, young Simba sliding down the necks of giraffes like that. That wouldn't look ridiculous to you. Now, in the midst of all this, somebody did post up. And I, I can't credit the artist because I don't think the post that I saw, it had the original artist on it. Um, but there was somebody that posted a, they did like digital touch-ups of the the, the, the live action version. And they kind of touched them up to where they kind of, they looked more on, on brand with the 2D version. And artfully speaking, it their work was impressive. It was extremely impressive how how well it looked and how well how well of a job they did. The problem is this was not their vision. This was not Disney's vision when they set out to make this remake. They could have, you know, Disney could have easily done that, but they decided not to. This is not what they wanted to do. And we need to accept that. Like you knew that's what it was when you when you bought the tickets, you saw the commercials for it. You lost your minds when they when they played the they released the clip of uh Donald Glover and Beyonce singing, can you feel the love tonight? You knew what you were going into. So I don't understand the act, the outrage after the fact. Um, Beyonce as an actor. Uh, I don't know what to say that hasn't already been said. Uh, but, you know, her song, her original song fit very well in where they put it in. Um, she obviously sang her ass off. 
But I will say this, the the one, and I think we can all agree that that one particular line um, where she asks the, the other lionesses if she, if they're with her, I feel like you, you'd already, at this point, they had already kind of broken that fourth wall with the Be Our Guest lead in. Um, go ahead and just tell, just go ahead and make the line get information. Like at that point, just, just go all in. You might as well. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think today's audiences could have handled that and I'd, I'd have been fine with it. But other than that, like I aside from the Internet hate and all that stuff, I still thought it was a really good movie. Would I go pay to see it again? Probably not. Would I watch it again on a streaming service? Yeah, I'd watch it a few times. I, I laughed a lot at that movie. Um, there were a lot of good jokes in there. They were delivered very well. For a nostalgia factor, I still I felt it did a, a fairly good job. She would tell Edgy for man, that man be acting. There were a few points in there where he sounded a little Darth Vaderish, which is crazy considering he was acting opposite James Earl Jones, the voice of Darth Vader. So like hats off to him because he was he was straight up menacing. Would I've liked to hear the original be prepared? Uh, honestly, yes. Um, I wasn't mad. At his version, the the one that they they kind of redid, I'm definitely more of a fan of the original version. But change is inevitable, you know what I mean. So I, I'm not that mad at it. But uh, yeah, shout out to Chiwetel Ejiofor. I hope they bring him back and to reprise his role as uh, Baron Mordo in the Doctor Strange franchise. Because uh, yeah, the man the man can act, and I'm I'm ready to see him do more sinister stuff. Um, so overall, uh, Lion King remake. It gets a pass from me. I'm not going to say like four thumbs up, five stars. I don't really do ratings like that, but it's it's a good movie. It's a good introduction to um, if there's if there are people out there who haven't seen the original. Um, obviously, I would say depending on how old you are, I'd probably say just go ahead. You know, if you're older and you've never seen the original, go ahead and watch the new one first. You know, it'll probably give you. A, a greater appreciation for both. And some people are probably listening to like, are you serious? Did you really recommend the new one over? I said, if you're older and you've never seen the original one, go ahead and watch this newer one first and get it out the way. Then put yourself in the headspace of watching the original as this is what it was based off of. And you'll see that, you know, you'll probably have a greater appreciation for both. But if you, you know, those of you are out there that are still feet dug in the sand, the cool kid said it wasn't good. So I'm going to go ahead and ride with them. That's fine. But just understand that, like, not everything the masses say is bad is bad. But and, you know, at the same time, not everything the masses say is good is good. So, you know, I'm saying be your own judge. Try to approach things your own open interpretation, not because I, I saw a few people actually say, well, well, after you after you posted your review, it makes me not want to see it. You should want to see it for yourself. Like another person, even a professional movie critic, even their review ha- has never really swayed me from being like, no, I'm definitely never going to see this movie. If I'm in- genuinely interested into a movie and I want to go see it, I go see it, you know, whether it's been called bad or not. Um Batman v Superman had been out for like three weeks and we all know the the reception that that got. I still went and saw it by myself when I had the time to, because I, I wanted to see it for myself. 
And if you want my my opinion on that, scroll way back through my uh, through my track listing and you'll you'll find that it's somewhere down there. So go check that out, too. But, yeah, you know, uh, we'll see what what comes of the Mulan remake. I think that's next on deck. Um, I feel like I need to go back. Well, I already know I need to go back and watch some of these other live action remakes. Um, I'm waiting for Aladdin to hit streaming services um, because I really did want to see that in theater. I just didn't get a chance to. To, uh, I just didn't have the time to go see it. All right, and that's pretty much how I feel about the Lion King movie. Again, Unfashionably Late is coming soon. And if you'd like to be a part of that, please, please, please hit me up. On deck first is going to be the Harry Potter movies. And if there's a particular movie that's your favorite, you want to talk about that one with me, hit me up. We'll, we'll make it work. We'll find a way to make it work. All right. As always, I'm your host, Triple D. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook if you just search Off The Clock Pod, O-F-F-T-H-A, Clock Pod. You can find this podcast and other episodes on Google Play, SoundCloud, and Instagram. And as always, I will see you guys next time.